everyone. Sean McCaffrey back at it again. It's wrap-up time, and a whole lot happened in the sports world this past week. It's a great time of year for sports. I love it. Hopefully, you guys enjoy it too. So jumping into it, MLB Baseball, the division series wrapped up. Looking at the way it shook out in the American League, the Astros knocked off the Twins. Astros won the series three games to one. The Rangers upset the Orioles three games to zero. So the Rangers swept out the Orioles, the best team in the American League. Granted, the Orioles, they're a very young team, but they had a great regular season. And for them to get swept out, that's a pretty big upset. Uh, But really, this whole MLB playoffs has been full of upsets. So looking at the National League, the Diamondbacks versus the Dodgers. The Dodgers, a great National League team. They got the first round by. They got absolutely outclassed by the Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks swept them out 3-0. And that really, those games weren't even close. For the most part, the Dodgers just did not look very good at all. And the Phillies, they beat the Braves. The Braves had the best record in baseball. They had a historic offense. And they lose three games to one to the Phillies. And even that one game that they won, it took a series of unfortunate events for the Phillies for the Braves to get that win. I I am showing a little bit of bias (laughs) right there. I am a Phillies fan. And now the National League Championship has started. I've enjoyed watching the Phillies in that. There's one game into it. The Phillies are up one game to zero against the Diamondbacks. And looking at the way the American League Championship Series has started, the Rangers are up two to zero on the Astros. It does look like there's a possibility of a World Series rematch between the Astros and the Phillies. But the Astros have a little bit of work to do considering that they are down 2-0. Astros, again, the reigning World Series championship champions so they're trying to defend that uh that belt right there but a lot of great baseball left to be played and a lot of great teams surprisingly are now out of the playoffs and the phillies diamondback series real quick these are two teams that fight that's like the one word i would use to describe them they are fighters and they it is going to be a great series right there so i really recommend keeping an eye on that but moving on to the ncaa football world two games are going to talk about washington versus oregon a massive rivalry in that game out there, West Coast, West Coast teams, Washington, they knock off Oregon 36-33. to Great game, massive win for Washington, and now it puts them in that college football playoff conversation. And another massive rivalry game, Notre Dame versus USC. Notre Dame wins 48-20. to USC has quarterback Caleb Williams, the likely number one overall pick in next year's draft. People are calling him a generational type of talent. They're calling him... The next Patrick Mahomes, that is the type of comparisons that this kid is getting at USC. But a 28-point loss, a little bit concerning, a tough look for USC. It'll be interesting to see how they rebound, and it'll be interesting to see if Notre Dame can keep up the success because that is a great win for them. Now, the NFL world, looking at those top teams in the AFC, those big-time contenders there, first looking at the Dolphins versus the Panthers. They played each other on Sunday. The Dolphins, they won easily 42 to 21 Tyreek Hill was amazing again no surprise there that offense if you can't keep up with them they are just going to embarrass you and that's what they did again on Sunday with a 21 point victory versus the Panthers they really look like they have the best offense in all of football right now the Jaguars they played the Colts on Sunday and the Jaguars are really starting to look like the team everybody expected them to be in the preseason they win 37 to 20 a really impressive win, even given the fact that the Colts are playing their backup quarterback, Gardner Minshew, Anthony Richardson, their high draft pick from this past year, who looked great in his first couple games, 
unfortunately went down with an injury last week. Didn't play this week. Could be out for an extended period of time. Maybe even miss the season. He's out. But Gardner Minshew is a good quarterback. But they lose by 17 points. So it's a very tough look for them. But they're 3-3. Three and three. Jaguars, they're 4-2. and two. So the Colts are in it. But the Jaguars, they definitely look like one of the top teams in the AFC. Bills and Giants. That game had its fair share of controversy. The Bills win it 14-9. But the last play of the game, the Giants have the football. And the Bills, clearly, there you could have called defensive holding or defensive pass interference. And the Giants would have had another chance from the one-yard line. A massive missed call. The video to that is going to be in the description on the YouTube video. Uh, it's <laughs> uh, really a lot of talk surrounding that. Uh, because I I don't know how that call got missed. I'm an Eagles fan too. I don't like the Giants, but I mean, it's unreal to think that they missed that call. So a win for the Bills, but a very ugly win for the Bills. At the end of the day though, all that really matters is that you get another one in that left-hand column. So Bills, again, top team in the AFC, one of the top teams in the AFC, and they get another one on Sunday. And the Bengals, a team that is under the microscope since the beginning of the season, especially given their early season struggles, they're now 3-3. Three and three. They beat the Seahawks on Sunday, 17-13. to 13. They're starting to look like themselves again. Wasn't their best win, but at the end of the day, again, it's a win, you know, and that's all that really matters. Now, looking at the top of the NFC, there was only two teams left that were 5-0 and oh on Sunday. Uh, it was the Eagles and the 49ers, but the 72 Dolphins, they can go ahead and pop the champagne as the only team left as the only team in NFL history that ever went undefeated for a season because the Eagles and 49ers both lost on Sunday. The Eagles, they lose to the Jets. First time in franchise history the Eagles have ever lost to the Jets. I'm an Eagles fan. That was one of my favorite facts to talk about. I loved bringing that out. I enjoyed it while it lasted, so this one was a little bit especially heartbreaking for me to see them lose that one. But the Jets... Their defense played a great, they forced four turnovers, and really, they're 3-3 three and three now, and they're looking like they really are a potential competitor in the AFC to at least make the playoffs, it's nothing else, and they're going to give every team a run for their money. They played against a lot of good quarterbacks to start the season, and they continue to really give them a lot of problems. Jalen Hurts threw three interceptions on Sunday, and the Eagles coaching staff did not look good, so very concerning for the Eagles, but they're 5-1, and one, so they still... Obviously have a good record for now, but they're headed for a a very, very tough schedule, the Eagles. So we'll see how they fare over the next couple weeks. The 49ers, they lost to the Browns 19-17. to And not only did they just lose, but they lost to really a third-string quarterback in P.J. Walker for the Browns. Granted, the 49ers, they had a chance to win it on a field goal. Guy missed it. They lose by two. And they're now dropped to 5-1, and one, which is especially shocking considering that they weren't only... 5-0, but they were dominant in their five wins. So to see them suddenly drop one like this was very surprising. Another top competitive team, the Cowboys, they played on Monday night against the Chargers. They won 2017. And now another team, so there's three teams that are 5-1. It's the Eagles, it's the Niners, and now it's the Lions. They beat the Buccaneers on Sunday 20-6, and they look like they are the real deal. Jared Goff, the quarterback, Dan Campbell, the head coach, they really have something going there. And their defense has really rebounded after a little bit of a tough start to the season. So they're 5-1. That top end of the NFC looks very, very competitive. And two surprise teams, the Rams, they beat the Cardinals on Sunday 26-9. They're now 3-3. Three and three, 
and a lot of people, including myself, I think forgot just how good Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup were on offense, and they looked like they could easily put themselves into a playoff race. And then the other team, the Texans, very young, nobody expected a lot from them. C.J. Stroud, their quarterback, has been great. Granted, he threw an interception on Sunday, but they won the game 20-13 to against the Saints. They have looked fantastic. They're 3-3, three and three, and again, they're another team that's in the playoff race. So my predictions, I think the Texans, I think they're going to make the playoffs, and I think the Rams are going to make the playoffs. They're not going to win their divisions, but I definitely think that they're going to find themselves getting a wild card spot and playing that extra week in the season. One final thing to bring up is not necessarily about the games exactly, but it's just a storyline that's been heavily talked about, and it has to deal with Sean Payton and Bill Belichick. Sean Payton's Broncos, they're 1-5. Bill Belichick's Patriots are 1-5. And And the big storyline coming out of that is, of course, these guys are NFL Hall of Fame head coaches, but people are starting to think maybe their success was more about the quarterbacks they had playing for them rather than their coaching abilities. Sean Payton, during his great stretch, he had Drew Brees as his quarterback. Of course, Drew Brees, a Hall of Fame quarterback. And Bill Belichick, during his great stretch, had Tom Brady as his quarterback. And of course, Tom Brady is the greatest NFL player of all time. So people are starting to think maybe it was the quarterback more than it was the head coach. Uh, But just bring that up as a point of discussion that a lot of people in the league have started to talk about. There's a lot of rumblings like that because both of their teams are struggling mightily. Now, one final thing, my bet of the week 74% of bets on DraftKings are with the Rams, and I'm going to have to go with the public on this one. Rams minus three is my pick versus the Steelers on Sunday. But again, I think this week really showed it. It's any given Sunday. You never really know who's going to win. It's unbelievable the way that these upsets can shake out when something seems so certain, the exact opposite happens. So you just never really know. But This was Sean McCaffrey with the weekly wrap-up. Hope you guys enjoyed. Let me know what you guys think in the comments. And I'll see you next week.